Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hey, there's a lot going on, not just on the track, of course, in both Tasmania and here. Uh, a little closer to where we are, Flemington with those two horses we mentioned in particular, but we've got the award night, we've got the Hall of Fame dinner, we've got so much going on, and Peter, Peter Staples, as always, is across it. Hello, Pete. G'day, Cam. How are you, Brownie? Yeah, going beautifully, Pete. How was your weekend? Peter, did, my weekend was good, but, mate, did you really get breakfast in bed on Father's Day? <laughs> I did, actually. I got coffee and uh, a newspaper as well, so quite mate, spoiled. you are... You are so living the dream, <laughs> Unbelievable. Spare, spare, a, spare a thought for his wife, Pete, legitimately. This, that's just a normal Sunday, mate. Breakfast in bed. Oh, yeah, I want, no. uh, I've got to do the Devonport form. I've got to stay in bed it's, a little it's longer. It's like a good horse trainer. You've got, oh, to, you know, go. you've got to school them properly, and then you get the results yeah. that you want. Mate, does your missus listen to this show? No, I, no, <laughs> I hope not. You're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'm always in trouble. <laughs> oh, Pete, there is so much to get into. Of course, Mystic Journey, still a star. We're looking forward to that at a packed Flemington tomorrow. They go in the group two, let's elope. So we'll get to Bill Ryan very shortly. We'll touch on your thoughts as well. But we might start with the Tasmanian Thoroughbred Awards and, of course, the Hall of Fame dinner because... Anytime there is awards after a season's racing is always very exciting. And anytime there's inductees and legends and all the rest of it to be upgraded, it always makes for a hell of a fun time. It does indeed. Look, the, the, the Tasmania Thoroughbred Awards Night is always a great event. It's a gala event and then it's, uh, it just gets better and better each year. And, and I know what's going on behind the scenes this year. And it will be, I'm sure, the best so far. It's really good. Um, it's interesting, the, the horse of the year title and the three-year-old of the year title, it's going to be very interesting on the outcome. I think you know that Turk Warrior will win the two-year-old. He was just unbeatable. Um, but the three-year-old, oh, you know, it's a toss-up, you know, sweet dog, Hella. What camp are you in, Granny? Um, oh, Hella. But um, I did have someone uh, oh, ask no. me the question, and I need to put it to you, Pete. Why war yeah. correspondent uh, wasn't in the mix for that award. Obviously, won five, came over to Mooney Valley and, and beat Snapper. And um, They just wanted me to ask you the question that uh, those two are great horses, but where, where did War Correspondent sit? No, mate, he's in the mix. Let me tell you. He's right in the right mix. Right in the mix. Well, he, and in Tassie, he won the $100,000 three-year-old cup the first time it was raced for hundred grand. Then he won the Carbine Club, and he won the three-year-old classic on Monty Cup Day. And then he went to know and won at Mooney Valley. Yeah, in the so, snapper race. That, that form, that race yeah. he won in, has turned out form-wise to be a cracker. Super. And it's, uh, and, but he's right there, let me tell you. It's, uh, look, it's, it's always difficult when you get, you know, horses that are close up. You know, Swoop Dog and Heller, they were, the races that they won, you know, they were more dominant and, and prominent than, they, than what War Correspondent. But he went to Melbourne and won at Mooney Valley. And that's a Melbourne win holds a you know holds a lot when it comes to voting as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Um but I'm only one of a host of judges and uh um it's just gonna be interesting. And it's the same for the horse of the year. Um you know the really top performers still a star, Mystic Journey, um New Heart. And then there are those who are in the Turk Warrior camp and there's never been a, a horse of the year, a two year old named horse of the year. And I can remember I voted for Alpha once, well when it was two as the horse of the year, and mate, did I cop some black? <laughs> like you, you would have thought I'd done damage to people, but 
honestly. Um, and I went, oh, fair enough. But I still stuck to my guns. If you think it's the best horse, go for it. Yeah, no, That's exactly. the thing with this thing. Uh, but look, it, it, it's going to be ripper, the, you know, and the outcomes will be great no matter what. Whatever wins, whatever horse wins each award, they'll be deserving of winning that. And uh, other things like the, the standing of the year and Wordsmith had another great year. It's uh, um, People will probably be amazed at the how many winners he got. Um, and he's just been a, a revelation for Tasmania. And then along came the likes of Savoir V and Armadale and then Needs Further late, more lately and, he produces Mystic Journey that wins a Group One, um, yeah, and it's it's got a great week into racing. Like um, the Hall of Fame tonight, um, I I reckon if you could hear and well, Taz Racing TV is live streaming the awards night tonight. So it's go to tazracing.com.au and it's on Taz Racing TV too. Taz Racing TV one will have the the Hobart pacing meeting on. The Taz Racing TV Two will live stream all of the awards, so that's something that you should be getting onto. It starts at seven thirty, or sorry, seven o'clock, um, and goes right through till about twenty to ten. One of the horses you mentioned, Pete, for Horse of the Year was New Heart. Uh, was a, a scratching out of the races on Sunday, which left the the race race one uh, of six down to three with a few others, and and DeRoach ended up jumping, leading. Falling in in the end at a dollar forty. What, what was uh, the reason behind New Heart scratching? Well, he was Barry always told me he said his bloods have got to come back perfect to run. They didn't come back quite right, but that's understandable. He's had a couple of trials, and you know he's got a mission. And uh, I'm tipping that there's a chance that he might head across to Melbourne um, on what would have been Grand Final day at the MCG because that Sandown meeting it was going to be the mm-hmm. Sunday. Yep, has now gone to the Saturday. So it's a big race meeting, and you know, and there's a benchmark 90 sitting there for DeRoche over a thousand metres for Phillies for Mares, four year old Nolder, and there's a nice race for uh, Newhart as well. So I'm tipping that that's what's going to be discussed very shortly between Denise Martin and the owners of Newhart and DeRoche. Hey, Pete, just before we uh, move on, and of course, what a big weekend of racing we got, just on the on the awards and the Hall of Fame, and, and you did mention there you, you are heavily involved. What's the what's the whole process like? Do you all sit down as a committee? Do you just nominate your own horses and are just uh, your own sort of entries and you go from there? But how does it all sort of work to make sure that we get tonight the creme de la creme uh, when they're handing out the awards? Well, it's the same as the Australian Racing Hall of Fame. There is a, um, a certain criteria that any nominee has to fit now, people can nominate anybody or any animal to go into various categories. So there's a horse, there's a jockey, and then a social cat. Okay. Anything out of the They get nominated by a number of people. Oh, we're just losing you a little bit there, Pete. If you take a couple of steps to your left... Hopefully we can get a little bit uh, better reception. You've just dropped out a little bit there. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, he might be. He, 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 this is what happens. This is occasionally what happens when people are uh, at the highest realm of. Uh, inductees and awards and nominations and you're casting votes. There are conspiracy theories around the world in all aspects. And when you start to try and drop a little inside knowledge, the telecommunication, bang, someone pulls the trigger. New world pulls order the sort of and stuff, thing, you know, I almost guarantee that when we get Pete back in a, in a matter of seconds and Bill Ryan joins us, we will have the clear as day, crystal clear phone line. 
to Peter Staples. So your your horse, war correspondent, not yours, but the one you were suggesting, still a legitimate chance. In the mix. Mm. Yeah. All right, zero Abs- four. Absolutely. There we go. Oh, no. See? Now we've now we've got Pete back because yeah. we stopped talking about the award nominations and how it all sort of works. I bet you it's crystal clear the line. You there, you there, Pete? Yeah, I am, mate. You've got me clear and, clear and loud now. Gotcha. All right, beauty. Well, look, um, it's uh, it's a process the same as your Australian Hall of Fame. There's a criteria that has to be met from all the nominations, and anybody can nominate a horse or, or a person um, in various categories, jockey, trainer, or associate. And associates covered a wide spectrum of um, involvements in racing, like administration, um, anybody really, breeders and all of those sort of things. Um, so... Once that happens, the selection panel reviews all of the nominations and provide they all meet the criteria, they go up for um, induction. And then we discuss what's, what we have to work with in every category. We come up with a top five and then we vote on those in order of the preference to go in and then the total value becomes at the end of that. And that's the process that you use. And it's the same process you use for the Australian Racing Hall of Fame which I've been involved with since 2003. Um, and, uh, and tonight, I'm sure that when we have, you also can induct one, a legend, had an already nominated... No, oh, we're just losing you a little more there as well, Pete. Well, we just try and clear that up. And uh, there is a legend being inducted tonight. I am reliably told that it won't be you, Brownie, for some of your DJ work, although it was in consideration after the Devonport and Hobart Cups earlier in the year. Hey, let's just while we work out Peter uh, Peter's lines, get to Bill Ryan, of course. Uh, still a star. He is one, and he's got one tomorrow running in the Let's Elope, and she was brilliant in the autumn, and she has a crack at the 1,400 metres tomorrow. Bill, welcome to Taz Racing Talks. Thank you very much, fellas. Hey, uh, exciting day. Uh, big race, drawn perfectly. Uh, it's an exciting, I'm assuming, 24 hours as she kicks off this preparation. Oh, look, it's, it's amazing, really. You know, I've waited all my life to get a horse good enough to go to Melbourne and race in the spring, and unfortunately I can't go over because of the COVID. It, it is, is a restriction that uh, is considering and continuing to frustrate so many people, and there is no doubt you've got her cherry ripe, though. Just just before we go into tomorrow and talk about her preparation, I just want to rewind what it meant for you last preparation. You, you touched on it. You've been waiting forever to have a horse like this, ran in the All-Star Mile, then had those two runs, and you know it was, was, was great in her win before getting tipped out. She only just got nutted late in her previous run before that. What, what was those couple of weeks like to, to have that opportunity and her to be able to stand up and not just be a part of the All-Star Mile, but deliver in her next two runs? It was a great um, great experience for me, the whole family and the syndicate. Um, you know, it was just brilliant to go over for the All-Star Mile. Unfortunately, it, it rained, as everybody knows, and wrecked the track. And she drew the outside gate, you know, she might as well have stayed at home. And then she redeemed herself the next two runs, and she was super. It was just fantastic. Bill, a couple of trials leading into this first-up assignment. Um, you would have been pretty happy with the, the two trials and just been ticking over really, really nicely. Yeah, look, her two trials were terrific. I would have loved to have got a third trial into it because I have no illusions about going to Melbourne, running first up over 1,400 against some of the top mares in the country. It's no walk in the park. Um, the only doubt that I do have is that I would have loved a third trial. Um, having said that, I'm really happy with the horse and um, she can still improve on what she does on Saturday. But by the same token, 
it'll be extremely competitive. I reckon you're going to be calling her the winner at some stage of the race in the straight. From barrier turn, Luke Curry in the saddle. Um, you should be able to jump and, and get a nice lead. There's a little bit of speed outside you, but uh, probably none of those horses would be in the mix, you'd think. Instant Celebrity's going to get back from barrier 13. Is that the instructions from uh, to Luke Curry? Just, just try and ping the, the gates, get out in front and uh, and dictate? No, definitely not. No, she, she's, this horse is a really good chaser. Um, I'll be telling Luke to drop his hands and just yep. get a lead and um, ride her conservatively like as if she needs the run, give her every opportunity to win. Um, that Flemington Straight's too damn long to, um, you know, go out there first up over 1,400 metres and try and dictate to those horses in that race. They're too damn good to do that. Yep. Um, need to have something in reserve. Hey, just on that though, Bill, you must have been uh, fairly happy when the barrier came through because the 1,400 metres at Flemington can be won and lost when it comes to the barrier with that long sweeping bend as well. So to be able to draw where she did gives Luke Curry that opportunity to, to go pretty much wherever you decide. He should be able to dictate whatever he wants to mm. do from that barrier. Um, you know, she's really good out the gates, this, this mare, and she'll, she'll pin the gates and he can just take a seat, get something to lead him up, uh, and give him a little bit of cover and, you know, smother her up and save her for the, the running and the stroke. Well, what's, what's the plan for? Is it, is it the Empire Rose? Is, is that is that the goal for uh, the preparation? Yeah, look, that's the end goal if she's good enough. We'll know after the first two runs whether she's good enough or not. She goes to the Rosa Kingston after this run. And if she shows me that she's, she's good enough, then maybe all stops out to um, have a crack at the Empire Rose. Uh, before we let you go, Bill, it, it's an exciting time because why yourself, obviously, we're still a star. And you can check out the story as well. Ladbrokes Digital, through all their digital and social media channels, they've got a great story on there. We we spoke a little bit about it last week. So make sure wherever you might be around the country, you go check it out because it's, it's a wonderful documentation by Ladbrokes uh, featuring the story of still a star. But not the only Tasmanian to run in this race tomorrow because Mystic Journey is going around as well. And uh, when it comes to Tasmanian racing, there's a great deal of pride that there's these two men different, maybe different times of their career, but definitely these two mares having a crack at a, a really good race and, and look like a nice preparation ahead of both of them. Look, it's fantastic that both the mares are going to run at Flemington. you got the champ and the pretender. Um, Mystic Journey, everybody knows what she's done. She's she has been a revelation for Tasmanian racing. And my little girl is um, stepping up to the mark, you know, whether she can emulate what the other horse has done remains to be seen, but Early days for my horse yet. You know, she's only an immature horse. She's only had about 15, 16 runs. So hopefully, you know, she's got another season at least left in her racing. So we'll see what happens. But I generally love to see the two of them going head and head down Australia at some stage. Hey, Bill, I think we might have Peter Staples back. He's had some phone issues over the course of the morning, but I think we might have. You, you got us back, Pete? Yeah, mate, loud and clear. You got me loud and clear? Yeah, we got you, mate. Uh, any last questions for Bill before we let him go? Well, how did Monica pull up after the uh, boat trip, Bill? I know she's going to sacrifice two weeks quarantine when she comes back and she'll have to do it three times. So she's certainly taken a bullet for the team. She certainly has. You know, it's uh, very courageous of her to do it. Um, not many people would like to be locked up and you know how social Monica is. I don't know how she's going to cut it. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I dare say if, uh, if she wins, it might make things a little bit easier. Well, might might make it easier for us. I don't know about Monica. She won't be able to celebrate. She'd be in lockdown. 
<laughs> that is true. Hey, I want to ask you, Bill. Bill, you, you mentioned the fact, of course, with the restrictions and and all the stuff we got right now. You can't get to Melbourne. How, how, will you watch the race? How, how do you go about sitting down and, and watching the Let's Elope tomorrow? Yeah, be at the stables. Will you be at home? How, how do you go about to view it? I'll be at home in the lounge room. Um, uh, Mary and I will be there watching it. Our son Michael might come up and watch it with us. Um, Timmy Allen, one of the owners, is still a star. Him and his son have the fourth hotel and they're having a hell of a do there tomorrow. He rang me up this morning and he said, sneak out and come up the pub. And I said, I can't. And I said, I gotta, you know, Mary and I got to feed all these damn horses. And he said, just tell Mary to do them. He said, you'll be right. He said, can't be. <laughs> we'll get home in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good luck with that, Bill. If that is the uh, is the route you try to take over the uh, over the next twenty four hours, mate. Well, before we do let you go as well, you got one at Sunday. I see at Devonport. Uh, you like its chances? Yeah, I think she's a nice each way chance. She's a handy little mare. Um, if you have a look at Stella Star's trials, you see where she trialed twice with her, and um, you know it's a class three horse, so pretty good trials. No, brilliantly done. Hey, good luck tomorrow, mate. It's, uh, it's very disappointing that you can't be there at Flemington to to lead your little mare around, but there is no doubt there's going to be opportunities going forward, and uh, we're very excited to see what she does on a resumption tomorrow in the 1,400 metres. Let's elope. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much good for luck. your time. Bill Ryan, and it's so exciting. And, and Pete, you sort of, because of the line issues, you might have missed a little bit of the start there, but uh, you can just feel the excitement and the pride that he talks about finally getting a horse like Stella Star, and uh, a little bit of that comes across, and a lot of that, in fact, comes across in that, in that Ladbrokes piece that I spoke about. You can jump on all their social media channels and, and check that out. But the All-Star Mile, and then to her to back up and run so brilliantly in the autumn, is a credit to not just Bill, but I think Tasmanian Racing as well. Yeah, I was right. You know, it's still a star. She's been always been a revelation for, for, for Bill and, and, and for Tassie Racing and following in the footsteps, virtually, of Mystic Journey. And I just think it's sensational that both of those mares go around in the race tomorrow. And can you imagine what it'll be like for Tasmanians watching over here or anywhere around Australia if these two mares are fighting it out in the last 50? Can you imagine? Well, and if they happen to cross the line in Quinella the race, I know it's a you know it's a long shot. But if it did, can you imagine what it would do to the credibility of Tasmanian racing? It'll just keep going from strength to strength, which it continuing yep. is. But also, it also starts to dare to dream. You mentioned there, it's a long way to go, but it dares to dream. If these two mares fight it out tomorrow and in a really strong race, and bloody oath they can, next thing you know, you start to think, well, hang on a second. There's the Empire Rose, of which both of these horses would be pushing towards. Who knows? Maybe one of them will end up in a Cox Plate over the 2,000 metres. Now, it's still a long way to go, but... Oh, the state will be going nuts, Pete. Well, so what else you have to think of is if the, if both Mystic Journey and Silla Star get to the Empire Rose, is Heller going to go to the Empire Rose? Oh. Has Scotty Brunton mapped a program out for her? He still thinks that he's his, she is his Group 1 horse. So could that be a possibility? Well, can, can you imagine three of them in the Empire Rose? Oh, I can. enormous. I can, Pete. I can. And well, this is the exciting thing about what is happening in Tasmanian racing. And it's continued to even get bigger and better as we bring in Carl DeGruy as well. My speed map tells yes. me it's going to be leading for <laughs> your a speed fair while. Well, yeah. to be fair... Tarath is going to come I, across, but I, if it doesn't... It your, your speed map kind of got put into the draw <laughs> because Bill Ryan said it probably won't lead. I know. So rethink that. No, no, we'll wait Okay, you're going to stick by it. All right, Carl DeGruy joins us. He is the head of commercial at Ladbrokes and the, the continual good news continues to come. Carl, hello to you. 
G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, mate, thanks for joining us, and, and thank you as well. Ladbrokes, uh, we're launching the partnership here. They're the official partner at Tassie Racing, and, and Pete just mentioned there, with these horses continually going towards these big Group 1 races, still a star, Mystic Journey, we know what she has done. Tasmanian racing gets bigger and better, it feels like, each and every day, and now Ladbrokes are a huge part of it. Yeah, look, we've been really excited about the partnership we've, we've had with Taz Racing for a couple of years now. We, you know, we saw it as a really good opportunity to to get in there. It's obviously a three-code partnership, which which is hard to find for, for someone like us. And, and so it's it's been a partnership that's worked really well. And I think people people like Peter and, and Paul Erickson, they're, they're very welcoming to, to our brand. They, they really want to see it work. And, and we're super excited to, to now be joining forces with you guys to really tell that story more nationally, because I think... As you pointed out, it's a bit of a hidden secret at the moment, I think, Tasmanian racing, um, at least on the mainland, because, you know, we have seen some of those great horses come from there in, in recent times. You know, who'd, who wouldn't love to own a Mystic Journey, right, to, to, to be competing in some of the races that she has? Um, the Still a Star story is just one mm-hmm. of the, the most wonderful ones we've seen in racing. And, and you just hope for Bill Ryan and the, the connections there that um, that she can run really well tomorrow and, you know, certainly the, the punters seem to think so. She's been seven fifty at opening into into five dollars with with lad breaks tomorrow. So you know, she she'd be up there, you know, among the favourites. And you know, and and then characters like Scotty Brunton and a like, I, I just can't get enough of those sort of guys. You know, that really love their racing. They wear their heart on their sleeve, and and um, you know, that's what it's all about. So we're we're really excited to have that that connection and a deep connection into into Tasmanian racing. Carl, you mentioned it there. It is kind of the hidden gem and sometimes it's a little understated. I, I honestly don't think it'll be that way for long Tasmanian racing in, in any of the codes. But if you fo- what Mystic Journey's done the last couple of years has, has promoted it to a whole new level. And that some of those horses you mentioned, I reckon in three months' time, people all around the country, on the help of Ladbrokes as well, and in particular the great social media work you're doing to sell some of these stories and tell these bigger tales, I, I think essentially people are going to sit up and notice and go, geez. We've underestimated yeah. Tasmania for too long and no more. I think that's exactly right. And, and to be honest, you know, as troublesome as, as the uh, the COVID pandemic has been for, for many of us, what it did open up, we can't get into too, too many states to do content at the moment, but Tasmania is one of them. Um, and it's enabled us to get in there and to tell some of tell some of those stories. And, and certainly we intend to do that uh, even more so leading into to the summer carnival down there that, you know, really is a is a wonderful carnival. I've been lucky enough to experience it the last couple of years. They do a really good job, particularly you know at Launceston and Hobart for their big cups. And, and you know, hopefully by then we'll all be open up and able to to travel a little bit more. And I really encourage people to to put it on the bucket list to get down there and experience uh, racing in Tasmania firsthand because it really is a great experience. The other thing I'd point out is from a from a punter's point of view. I kind of look at it as a, a mini Hong Kong in a way. You know, it's um, it's a select group of horses down there. Mm. The form's pretty exposed. You don't have these, you know, when you're trying to line up Sydney v Melbourne when, you know, satellite stables are, are flying horses in sort of left, right and centre. Um, down there, you can really get a pretty good read on, on form lines. And, and so I think from a punting perspective... It's also a nice place to play. Carl, before we do let you go, and, and this is great news, and the, the, the partnership, Ladbrokes, is an official partner of Tassie Racing. I, I know you spent a lot of time down there, and you mentioned it there. You go to some of these. Have you happened to catch uh, our very own Campbell Brown just doing some late work, DJing at any of these 
these cups, Devonport, Hobart Cup. Yeah, having a glance in and seeing him. What song did you sing last year, Brownie? Was it Horses? What did you launch into? Take me back. So, yeah, that's a bit of noise works, I think it was <laughs> at that stage. Have you come across this yet? Because there's a there... little, there's a little bit of John Stevens going on there, isn't there? <laughs> there's a lot of positives to Tasmanian <laughs> racing, but I think we found the only negative, and it's the uh, it's the vocal cords of one Campbell Brown late in a cup meeting. <laughs> Well, I'd also say it's a very resilient industry if it can put up with that, right? So it's, uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's good fun and it's uh, it's all welcome. So absolutely, we look forward to more of it. Hey, Carl, uh, on a more serious note, uh, congratulations because this is. And as you mentioned, the uh, the three codes going forward, not always easily to be able to find the perfect connection. And it, it feels like Ladbrokes and Tasmanian Racing have done that, mate. So uh, looking forward to chatting to you a little bit on this particular show and seeing you down there when we're all able to travel a bit more freely. Good on you guys. Appreciate the time. Cal DeGruy, there you go. It is done. A huge, huge partnership. Ladbrokes, the official partner of Tassie Racing. Pete, before we let you go, give us a tip. Who's going to get home first in that head down the straight, past the clock tower, into the last hundred. Two Tasmanians going at it. Still a star on the rails. Mystic Journey on the outside. Who gets the head down? Mystic Journey by a half length. Half length. There Without hesitation. There you go, Peter. Thank if you, you'd mate. Have the, you'd have seen how she looked um, uh, after the grass gallop and uh, even Bill Ryan. I sat in the stand as Bill was watching Still a Star work out on Tuesday morning up at Longford, and he said... And I said, oh, how was the gallop yesterday? And he said, uh, you know, Mini was good. He said, but, man, I looked at Silla Star, at, at Mythic Journey, and, boy, if, I'd, I'd have to back her. <laughs> he said she looked enormous. So that, that, uh, that's sort of one, one from the clouds. But, uh, look, with, with Labrokes, having Labrokes on board as a, as a partner, um, honestly, it's gold. You know, they're starting to produce these little vignettes that we saw with Bill Ryan and, and now with Scotty Brunton that uh, is onto the digital platform. I run a thing called Summer Stars. Well, I, I am involved with a thing called Summer Stars and I, where we interview the, the trainers about the likely candidates and contenders during the carnival. And now, after talking with Tommy Hackett, um, they're going to come down and work with me to do all those. So imagine the quality that we're going to produce this year. Uh, it's just They are just putting their heart and soul into a partnership with Tasmanian Racing, and it's just so good to have them on board. It really is. And, and the same for, for SEN. You know, this is, this is new ground that we're all breaking, and honestly, it's, this is what our industry needs. Um, and if we can form that solid rock partnership, and I'm sure we will, then we'll be able to spread the word as far and wide as we can, and we'll have more and more people realising what a great product Tasmanian Racing is. Well, Peter, I speak for everyone here at SCN and SCN Track. It's an honour and a privilege to be a small part of it and to tell you a story that continue to each and every day get bigger and better. I continue to say that, but it is the truth, and looking forward to tomorrow continuing on that great Tasmanian story. Enjoy tonight. I know it's a very fun night. For everyone down in Tasmania, of course, it's a serious side of it with the awards and the legend status and, and the Hall of Fame. But it's one for many people in all walks of occupation when it comes to the uh, the thoroughbred game to be able to let their hair down after a great season. And you are a huge part of that, mate. So enjoy it. Have a couple of beers and then look forward to our Mystic Journey getting the job done for you tomorrow and, and filling up your Ladbrokes account. I look forward to it, mate. And by the way, Browning, hope you get another breakfast in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, please. I've just had a text from his wife. Please don't encourage him. I thought every Sunday was Father's Day, to be honest. uh, (laughs) Enjoy, Enjoy. Peter Staples.